Welcome to the second live episode of the Fantasy Football Rat Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony, with my co-host, Ricky. Yo, what's up? And Tyler. How's everyone doing? All right, guys. Interesting week in the NFL, interesting week in football. Let's jump right into it. So uh, Thursday night game, we have the Vikings and the Rams. Rams 38, Vikings 31. Pretty good game. Jared Goff, 465 passing yards, 5 TDs, 158.3 passer rating. Not bad. Not bad. It's not 173. It's not 173. It's not 173. Close, but no one will ever. <laughs> not Tim Tebow status. Top the almighty double T Tim Tebow. Bengals, Falcons, Bengals 37, Falcons 36. Bengals first win in Atlanta since 1987. Jeez. It's a long, long time. 30 years. a long time. Buccaneers, Bears, this was an absolute slaughter fest. Yes. Uh, Trubisky, career high, six passing touchdowns. The Bears win 48 to 10. Now, moving right along, another big old game Cowboys, Lions. Cowboys 26, Lions 24. Ezekiel Elliott, 29 touches, a career high, 240 yards from scrimmage, and a touchdown. The Pack go into. Bills Mafia, or vice versa, the Bills Mafia came to the Lambeau Field and got shut out. Twenty-two nothing Packers. No Lambeau leaps for the Bills. None. None. Uh, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Texans Colts. Texans thirty-seven. Colts thirty-four. And what became an absolute sling fest? Luck and Watson combined for eight hundred thirty-nine yards passing. That is insane. You know who's also insane? Who's that? Bobby Bortles. Jaguars 31. <laughs> Jets 12. Let's go. Blake Bortles. Career high. 388 passing yards. MVP chants are already starting. Incredible. Incredible performance from Bobby Bortles. We'll, we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that. Uh, moving along. Patriots 38. Dolphins 7. The Patriots finally figured out they have a rushing game. Uh, Sony, I'm going to butcher this. Michelle. Michelle, cool. Michelle, 25 I, carries, 100 yards. I heard about 38 feet. times on Sunday. Uh, probably 25. Probably <laughs> 25. He touched it. 25. Uh, Eagles go down to the Titans, 26 to 23. And what is the most spectacular performance by a team in the Titans uh, and just continually to win while being extremely bad? It's just, it's incredible. <laughs> it's a completely unbiased opinion there, too. Completely. <laughs> Completely. Seahawks, Cardinals. Seahawks, 20. Cardinals, 17. The biggest thing about this game was Earl Thomas giving his own sideline the finger on his way out the door. <laughs> oh, God. Legendary. Legendary. Browns, Raiders. John Gruden. Now, you thought the Brown streak was long, okay? <clears throat> John Gruden's first win as a head coach in 3,591 days. That would almost wow. be that would almost be impressive if he didn't spend three hundred and twenty or three hundred two hundred whatever you get it three thousand two hundred forty three days in a booth, okay, talking about football and not coaching. You're not wrong because if someone has a job ten years, no wins. That's even Marvin Lewis could give you something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not just gonna say right. Marvin Lewis. <laughs> Raiders forty five, Browns forty two. Moving on. 49ers, Chargers, Chargers 29, 49ers 27. Not bad for the first game without Jimmy G. Not at all. C.J. Beathard held his own. He held his own. He looked decent. Saints 33, Giants 18. Alvin Kamara, career-high three rushing touchdowns this game. Normally the man does it through the air. This time he did it by land. He got there. Okay. Ravens-Steelers. And what became an interesting game. Okay, started 14-0 Ravens. They blow the lead and then shut the Steelers out in the second half. We, we have to talk about a little State of the Union for Pittsburgh Steelers players in uh, fantasy because some still matter. I some agree. are putting up some big points. Uh, Monday night game, Chiefs-Broncos. Chiefs 27, Broncos 23. That's it. That's all the games. That was the gamut. We ran through them. We burned through them four minutes and 40 seconds. So where do you want to go, boys? Efficiency. At its finest. Now, so now let's break them down. Let's have a good time. Let's do it. So, uh, Ricky, go ahead. I don't even care if it's your MVP. Just talk about a performance or a game that really caught your eye. I mean, the Rams, as usual. Right. I mean, that's 
Goff went off, Cup went off. Just if you have any fantasy players from that team in general, you probably had a good week. So we'll, we'll break this down a little bit. This is what we do here. Uh, if you're new, welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 36 completions on 50 attempts. Apparently we kick our mics to. Uh, 422 yards, three touchdowns. Three TDs. Kirk Cousins, come on. At 50, you guys were bashed. You guys called Kirk Cousins uh, Case Keenum last week. Did. I did not. Tyler did. I did. Yeah. I, just, I have it on I recording. thought he was. I thought he was. I really thought, I mean... I still stand by. Kirk Cousins is not worth all the money he got. I all mean, right, yeah, right. that's, so if that's we wanna, still if a fair statement. If we want to put it there, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I underestimated him, but still not not worth every dollar. You know you know who is worth the money they're paying him? Le'Veon Bell. No, because he's <laughs> not getting paid any money Blake right Bortles. now. Yeah. Blake Bortles is definitely worth the money, but we'll get to him later. <laughs> Adam <laughs> Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Adam Thielen, eight receptions, 135 yards, and a touchdown. Stephon Diggs, 11 receptions, 123 yards, no touchdowns, but still a big performance. But that Vikings defense. What defense? Exactly. Okay. Uh, Jared Goff, 26 for 33, 465 yards, Jeez. and five touchdowns, five touchdowns, five touchdowns. Five touchdowns, five touchdowns. Funny, because you only held up three fingers most of those times. <laughs> it's because I lost two to the, to the diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Making fun of it. No free ads. How's that? Anyway. Uh, Todd Gurley, 17 attempts, 83 yards rushing. Cooper Cup, nine receptions, 162 yards, two touchdowns on 11 targets. Brandon Cooks, seven receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Robert Woods, five receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Todd Gurley, four receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown. He did not let me down in fantasy points this week. That's just absolutely spreading the wealth. All right, so All around. wide receiver in L.A. Cup, Cooks, Woods. You can only pick one. You can only pick one. I'll go with Cup. Okay. Tyler? I, I Cup performed this week more than most. I mean, I didn't think that was in him. I, I, I got to give it to him. I'll go with Cooks solely for one reason of he's new to the team and there's already some good chemistry. That's fair. Cup and Woods have been there two years, so there was already some established chemistry. But I really feel Cooks coming on strong here week four. Um, the trio obviously is working well. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't tweak anything. But this brings an interesting dynamic to when Jared Goff has to renegotiate his contract after his rookie year or rookie's contract's done. Because they have all these weapons. And if you pay Goff, you can't keep all those weapons. It's true. So It's true. Thank you. So <laughs> um so what do you you know, if you're if you are the Rams GM, we'll play a little fun game here. Okay, two years you gotta sign Goff. To an ungodly amount of money, you know. Obviously. I don't know if it's Aaron Rodgers esque, but it's his deal setting the precedent right now. So, who? What do you do? Do you lose? Take the risk of losing Woods, Cup, Gurley, Talib, all uh, Sue, I, Donald. I mean, you just locked up Donald, but. I believe you give up one. You, so, at least one. On. You don't give up Gurley, but you give up one of the three or, receivers if you have to. Or do you bring in the next new young gunslinger who's accurate No. and run it with those no. weapons? No. Mm-mm. So you think it's Goff over team? I right think now, yes. Because look at the Seahawks, right? Russell Wilson, rookie contract. They signed a bunch of talent, won a Super Bowl, lost a Super Bowl. Repaid Wilson, and they don't have anyone. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to come to the fact where the Rams don't have anyone. They're going to definitely lose a weapon or two signing golf, but they'll still have weapons. Okay. May not be as dynamic as it is now, where he literally has any option he wants. But at the same time, he'll have his weapons. They they signed a lot of one year contracts, but I don't think that means as much. I mean, they were going for something this year because they saw what they had last year, but they're not going to give up golf to give up, you know, 
and the whole so, team. But we can all agree they have two years to get get this squad a yes, Super Bowl. Yes, easily. Yeah. If I, they're not at least in the Super Bowl in the next two years, I will be surprised from the way the team has performed. And not to mention the fact if you have a quarterback like Goff, it doesn't matter if you have like a middle of the pack receiver, he's gonna find a way to get the ball to him. Okay. In my opinion. I mean, that's why we're here. And this is why we're here. <laughs> Um, let's talk about another big performance. Uh, Trubisky, 19 for 26, 354 yards, six touchdowns. Here's the only downside to this performance, if you're not a Trubisky owner, which I don't feel many people are. You couldn't really make bank off one guy. Tariq Cohen had the biggest game. Seven receptions, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Taylor Gabriel... Seven receptions, 104 yards, two touchdowns. But after that, it gets pretty thin. Trey Burton, two receptions, 86 yards, touchdown. Allen Robinson, two receptions, 23 yards, touchdown. Josh Bellamy, I'm going to go with it. One reception, 20 yards, touchdown. So he did a really good job of spreading the ball around, which is great for him and great for the real team. Okay in fantasy. Yeah. Just for a long term of... What Bears weapon is the most valuable? Because off of that performance, you can go, all right, Cohen? I, yeah, okay. All right, well, what about Robinson? I mean, that's their biggest named receiver. Or do you go Gabriel? You know, so I don't I don't know if, if you can tell where they're – or Burton. I was going to say Burton. As a tight end. For, I mean, that's good numbers. Those, but For two receptions and that kind of yardage, I mean – but you also can't expect that performance out of Trubisky each week. Right. No. Right. So like All right, so you're you know, looking at main targets, right? You now. know Julio's the guy in Atlanta. You know what I mean? Sanu might have a good game. Ridley is coming up. He might be the new guy. But you know if you draft if, Julio, you're gonna get some performance. If we're gonna go by stats off this game, simply this game, I have to go uh, Taylor Gabriel. When you're targeted seven times and you have seven receptions, that's... Right. Good hands. Yeah. I mean, even if you only have one all drop state. as uh, Tariq Cohen, but... Gabriel's All-State. It's good hands. Yeah. <laughs> good hands. Uh, Tyler, you got a game you'd like to touch on? <laughs> Depends. Okay. Depends if, if we're directing it anywhere. Anywhere. Um, all right. Well, we jumped around a game here that I kind of wanted to talk Jump about. Jump right on back. Bengals and the Falcons. Bengals. What is going on in Atlanta? If one of you can answer me that, is Matt Ryan not ice? Is he not, not Matty Ice? That's I'm just confused because the one and three Falcons are not the team they were last year. Well, here here's the kicker to that. M- Matt Ryan went 29 for 39, 419 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, no I picks. I don't think the Falcons. Matt offense. Ryan was solid. Falcons is it the offense, offense or the defense? It's the defense at this point. They let I mean, up 37. I mean, Julio Jones, we were just talking about this. Nine receptions, 173 yards. I mean, I believe that's two weeks in a row now they've given up over 37 points. I believe you're correct. Masanu, mm-hmm. six receptions, 111 yards Sounds on nine like targets. Calvin me. Ridley, four receptions, 54 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean,. You could argue that the rushing game, 14 attempts, 51 yards. Edo Smith, 7 attempts, 35 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, those aren't bad numbers, but they don't jump off the page. Right, but I think if you're a team and you're putting up 36 points and you're losing, I don't think offense is your issue. Yeah, I think your offense is humming. I would agree. Matt Ryan, he's had a great stretch of game, so I mean... But but let's talk about the real shocker here. Andy Dalton's having is having, dare I say, a career year so far. At least I don't. Maybe I haven't been paying enough attention to Andy Dalton. But twenty nine for forty one, three thirty seven, three touchdowns. He threw a pick. Giovanni uh, Giovanni, excuse me, Bernard, fifteen attempts, sixty nine yards, and two touchdowns. Tyler Boyd, eleven receptions. 100 yards. A.J. Green, four receptions, 78 yards, touchdown. John Ross, two receptions, 52-1. Tyler Eifert, four receptions, 38 yards, a touchdown. I I mean, this Bengals team is 3-1 and one right now. The Bengals are 3-1. and one. Well, we'll talk when they can win a playoff game, but yes. Well, please hold. 
Um, uh, I was going to comment about Matt Ryan. Go, came across, go ahead. Came across a stat here. Uh, Matt Ryan became the first player in NFL history, in all of NFL history, to lose back-to-back games with over 350 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Back-to-back games. Wow. Wow. And not only that, I think it touches on the defense. Every Falcons game this season has been decided by seven points or less. Matt Ryan can put up as many touchdowns as he wants, but if the defense can't hold once. I would trade every defensive player on that team right now. Anyone can get it. Anyone can get it. (laughs) Claiborne, you can get it for the right price. Let's move. Can we, you got anything else? No, no, okay. that's it. Let's move to another game. Let's okay. All right. We're moving on to this game, not only because of my bias, but because of the real fantasy question. And no, it's not about Blake Bortles. <laughs> it's not a real question. It's about Leonard Fournette. Okay. Four games this season, Fournette. Yeah. So, last year, rookie year, I, I think he was close to 1,000 yards. And yeah. He, only, he, he didn't play that many games. Here's year two, week four, and this is a second hamstring injury. Now, well, I guess re-aggravation of this first. Well, what I was reading about him was he felt like something was getting caught when he was trying to run and explode out of runs. So I don't know if it's a re-injury or re-aggravation or if it just never was healed 100% correctly the right. way he needs to be efficient. But um, there's been some talk about him possibly being in the lineup this coming week. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. He still was as questionable. They were thrown out there that he may get placed on IR. There's reports saying, oh, he is still. It's still a possibility he plays this coming week. I. It could go either way. But honestly, this season, from what I remember, and I'm going to check right now, I don't think Fournette put up anything crazy that I can remember. This past right. week. No, no, I know he was. He left early. I just meant in general this season so far. Mm, maybe what? week one. I think week one against the Giants, he had like 18. I know he was out. Well, I guess it was week one and week four only. But he only had 5.5 points. In week one? Oh, then I was dead wrong. So That's right, because he went out in week right, one. Right, that's true. So I guess both games he did leave early, so that makes sense. But So his, his playing rate, he's played about 25% of the season. And and a hundred and a hundred percent being four games, like you played in all four games, he played in half a week one, half a week four, none in week two or three. Did he even play a full half a week four? I don't think so. I think he only wasn't he out in the first quarter. Maybe early second. Okay, so so less than twenty five percent of snaps taken by the Jaguars' offense this year. That's I mean, so okay, let's let's spin this in a fantasy perspective. Keeper league. Say you came into this year thinking Fournette was was a lock for one of your keepers. Do you are you concerned about holding on to him for seasons to come due to this in, due to these injuries, or is this just a young back learning the NFL? I wouldn't say a young back learning the NFL, but I would say it's a little too soon to make that call. Like I want to see what happens when he comes back from his hamstring injury, see how he plays out the rest of the season, but. Uh, I would start to be concerned and start to think of a backup plan. Do we have a timetable on how long he is out? It's all no. It's in, it's said indefinitely. So guaranteed a week. I would I would I would not expect him to play this week. Not not I. Would. That's what I'm saying. With the indefinitely guaranteed this week, do you look farther than two weeks? Do you worry about maybe dropping Fournette because he's going to be pushing more than two weeks? Well, you I don't think you can you can't drop him, but you, I think you. Tr- you could entertain trades because someone is someone is going to think, and you could be wrong, but we're under the thought process that this is going to be a thing, long term for Fournette, where he's just going to get hurt. I think somebody out there will take that for a less injury prone weapon. I think somebody will see Fournette and, and go oh, running backs or you know fantasy. I th- I think I think you can get something for him. And I think yeah. you do. That's kind of where There I'm it at. is. You heard it here, yeah. folks. Uh, yeah, but I don't think you're going to get anything crazy for him. 
Yeah, like but you as, as something season. as you need mid-season for a flex position or something like that, I think it's worth it. I think you have to get it's more worth than entertaining. Flex. You have to get at least an RB two. At least an RB two. Four four net. Oh I'd, yeah. Because he's when he's RB2 healthy, he's an or R- wide receiver one. Well, it depends on what league. If you're in a PPR, wide receiver one has more value than RB two. Mm. Right. You know what I mean. I, I but you have to get. If not top tier, he has to be very close to, very close to top tier talent for Fournette to accept a trade for Fournette. Oh, I mean, that's hard though because what's the justification? He's been injured in the two games he played and was out. They didn't play two games. So if I'm someone that's looking to pick up Fournette, I'm not going to trade a guaranteed solid player for him. So you're you're buying low right now. Like I, you yeah. trade for Fournette, but you wouldn't you wouldn't give up a hill. Oh, Hill maybe because he's been eh, too. Okay, you wouldn't give up. Gurley wouldn't make any sense, but uh, I was gonna say. Uh-huh, okay, you wouldn't. Would you go Kareem Hunt for Fournette, who's also been spotty but's been healthy? No, I'd keep Kareem Hunt. Okay, Tyler. Yeah, I was gonna say the same. I mean, for somebody who is maybe not that consistent but still there every week, you have a better chance. Yeah, and, and the thing is, okay. there would, in theory, be no reason to trade a high-value player that is putting up 15 to 20 points every week consistently. I know Hunt is not, but I'm saying in general, if you're going to be trading a high-end player for oh, Fournette. Okay. That's fair. Now, maybe if we're discussing PPR leagues, looking at how many touches each running back would get, that's maybe a different story. I might trade uh, someone I'd who gets— I'd still keep Hunt in that scenario because Hunt catches more than Fournette. Right, in that even scenario. in that scenario, in, in that scenario. But yeah. what what I'm saying is, if you're in a PPR league, I might trade someone who maybe gets more yards but less touches. Right. For someone like Fournette, who might get more touches but less yards, in a sense. Right. Like more opportunity, and can make a big play here and there. So. Speaking of opportunity and potentially making big plays, let's talk about Sam Darnold. Seventeen for thirty-four, hundred sixty-seven yards. And a touchdown. Now, again, it was against the number one pass defense in the league. Okay? Against the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Okay? In case you forgot. Have some respect. <laughs> um, but I, I don't think I've seen this kid in a game where he looked good. Good? I don't. I, I mean, I, I easily have a stat to combat that. Versus. Yeah. Versus well, hold week on. He went Work, off, right? Week one, he had 116.8 passer rating. Since... Week one, 53.8. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, well, week one was so long ago. It was. That was three weeks ago. So long. Okay. What have you done for me now? That's. <clears throat> I think that's a point here. Okay. Good. That's the point that, I'm making. That's what I'm, sa- that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Glad we're on the same page. No, I mean, I mean, yeah. It's, I think the Jets, and now again, it's early. Okay. But I think the Jets missed. You think it's an issue with Donald or the weapons around him? I think it's or an issue with of. coaching. Or coaching. Oh, well, I've, I mean, let's I've, talk about I've it. easily seen that team make many bad decisions early and late in the game. Yeah. Nonstop, you know, when you're throwing the ball three yards behind the line of scrimmage when you only have two yards to go, what kind of play calling is that? Yeah. Going for it on fourth down when it's unnecessary. It, I, I've watched it a couple times now this year. Todd Bowles, I don't believe, is the man for the job. Sam Darnold might be. Okay. Well, now your your father Tyler is a diehard Jets fan, so you know probably more about the Jets than Ricky and I combined. So what I will ask you is, Bowles is on the hot seat, right? Yeah, easily. Okay. So is this a chance? Okay, we're going back to the keeper league. Okay, young quarterback. We'll just go young quarterbacks. Baker, Darnold, Rosen. Who's the other Josh? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Thank you. Eh, no. He, he, I, all Not right. Even, whatever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he had like six points this week, but we'll throw him in there. So Baker, Josh's, Josh squared, and Darnold. Who would you keep given that those are your four options? Baker. Okay. Rosen. Okay. Why Baker? I just think there's – I don't know. Like I just feel like he's solid. Passes the eye test. Passes the what? The old eye test, you know, with your eyes. Are you like what you see? Yeah. Like, okay. I just, I think there's potential there. Um, Darnold, 
again, it could be the personnel around him. I don't know. I just don't see him as being any kind of like elite quarterback in the near future. Maybe once he breaks into the NFL a little bit, possibly. But I don't know. Just I like. I think Baker has potential. Okay. Um, Tyler, I think as the team continues to grow and get more weapons, you gonna persuade me on uh, a little Rosen. I think he's just looked consistent enough for a rookie QB. For for being on a team that has nothing, was coming into nothing this season. I mean, fifteen for twenty seven isn't nothing to brag about. But when you throw for one hundred and eighty yards, a touchdown, and no interceptions, it's efficient. And you can't be that mad about it. Right. Okay. I, I don't know. I just think he's looked the most consistent out of every player. Now, Baker Mayfield only started, what, two games now? Well, and Rosen's only started one. So it, it depends where you take it. I mean, for consistency, I'm going to go with Rosen. Baker right. Mayfield might have a little more up his sleeve than... I think Baker, and, and I, I know this has been said before, but Baker reminds me a lot of Favre, right? Like, just a stat line, okay? Yeah. 21 for 41, 295 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. That's very Favre-like. Right, two fumbles as well. But, but like, if you just look at the passing, you know, when it fumbles, or, you know, yeah. they happen. Yeah, right. You don't expect your quarter. Now, if he fumbles twice every game, this becomes a whole different conversation. But, you know, he's in Oakland. He's with John Gruden down there. You know, a little nerves, little this, little that. Fumbles happen. Mm-hmm. But I just think the 21 for 41, 295, Two touchdowns, two picks. That sounds very Favre-like. I'd agree with that. And I mean, not saying he is a level of Brett Favre. Let's not no, no, let's yeah, not jump no. the gun here. No, but the way he plays the game is exciting. It is. It's exciting. He makes. He just wants to win so bad. That's what they always said about Brett. And I mean, in fairness, it is the Browns, so they're still obviously building for the past like. Yeah, they're still years. built to lose somehow. <laughs> yeah, because just because they are located in Cleveland and wear brown uniforms. But, I believe I saw there was not a quarterback since the Browns re-entered the league, or I'm sorry, a starting drafting quarter started yeah, starting drafted quarterback to win two consecutive games since they have returned to the league. Wow. Which that's, was ninety five, I believe. Yeah. Ninety five, ninety nine, somewhere in there. Says are you throwing the challenge flag? No. Oh, I thought you said that's not true. No, I said that's not good. No. Oh, that is not good. I believe that was the exact state state We're not doing this again. We're just going to avoid the word. Let's talk about your birds, Ricky. Let's talk about it. And your Tennessee Titans. You had to be so torn watching this game. Your beloved, your beloved Tennessee Titans. I only like the Titans go against your beloved Eagles. That was rough. Yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about it. Let's not. Carson Wentz, thirty-three for fifty. 348 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, solid. Yeah. Jay Ajay, who I don't understand this. That line can't be that bad. Because he went came from the Daltons. Where, yeah, Daltons. The Dolphins. <laughs> the Miami Daltons. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, the Dolphins, where he had, what, two or three 200-yard rushing games? That I wasn't bro- that long ago. He broke 1,000 yards. Right. 15 attempts, 70 yards. It's a lot of times to be handled like, the ball. Yo, like I and said, why didn't we see any of Clement? Like I said before, for whatever reason, the Titans have a good rush defense. I don't know why. Agreed, but this is week in, week out with him. He's like, injured. there's a Jai owners that... He was injured. When? 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 Dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> when? We had, like, no running What have you done for me out? now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I just... I, I I don't know. Even since they got him last year, he hasn't had a game. Oh. You know, he had two week one. He had two little little dinker for touchdowns. This season or last yeah. season? Well, last season. What I mean, well, last season he came midway. Okay, but, season. but he looked good on the Eagles last season. I don't know what you're talking about. He was pulling players with him while he was running. He was a pivotal part of that offense. Mm, pivotal seems like a stretch. Uh, for running back, he was pivotal. Mm, like it's not a stretch. Mm. No, he uh, had some big rushes. Tyler, can we get Tyler? Can we get, can we get some official stats on a guy from last season, please? Yeah, yeah so well, I, can, why I we, can jump on that instantaneously. Why he looks at that? Uh, let's talk about thing players that did play well. 
Zach Ertz, 10 receptions, 112 yards. If you're in a PPR league, you love Zach Ertz this week. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm on you guys already if, you, if you're avoiding uh, it. We'll, we'll run through this real quick. Right. Alshon Jeffrey, 8 receptions, 105 yards, and a TD. Guess who's back, back, back. Jeffrey's back, back. Anyway. Uh, Jordan Matthews is back. One reception for 56 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Aguilar, five receptions, 22. Smallwood, three for 15. Goddard, who had a good game last week, two for 13. But Ertz kind of ate up a lot of them targets. Yeah, which is uh, typical. Tyler, can I get JJ's? J? Jai's. JJ. I like it better. Uh, no, just JJ. Um, can we get his stats since wearing the Kelly Green, please? Since wearing the Kelly Green. All right. So that includes. The 17 season and what we have so far this season, that's going to be 87 attempts and 562 yards. So so about seven yards for carry on average. Yeah, I'm going to say they have it average here now each season. And 18 so far, he's averaging 4.2 yards a carry. Last season, it was 5.8. That literally makes no sense. What do you mean? If he had 80-some attempts. Last, no, because I was combining both years. He asked for both years. This year he's only had 37 attempts so far. Wait, wait where did you get 80? How did you get 80? I'm sorry, yeah. I saw, I saw uh, a five. Got, little got, dyslexia. We got a Tim Tebow fact. <laughs> <laughs> little dyslexia there. That's 107 attempts. That was my bad, which honestly makes the average even worse. That's my point. Well, seven yards per carry is not a bad average. For running back, wait. How do you getting seven on a hundred? When he times? was saying there's, I was, I was, I was combining the seasons and I read the number I, I wrong. Thought, I thought that was my re- fault. I thought his reading in your math was just no. The statistician was off. That is all. Nonetheless, five yards per carry is not a bad stat for running back, especially having Wentz as your quarterback who likes to throw to Ertz a lot. A surprising stat here. I want to hear with what you just said. Last season. Receiving TDs. For a Jai? Yeah. He had 10 receiving TDs. Yeah. Wow. I'm, what what, what happened with the Jai right last, last season? I told you. He was a pivotal part of the Eagles offense last season. Nah. Um, now, see, when I said he had the 1,000 rushing yard season leaving Miami, that was the half season. His full season, he put up 1,272 yards in 16. But how many touchdowns? Eight in Miami. Pivotal part of the Eagles' offense. Oh boy, JJ, right, we, we thank you for your service. <laughs> no. no, we do, we do. Every time I see him run the ball, he's getting tackled up two yards into that run. <laughs> every, even though he, every even though he averages over four yards per carry, four yards, two yards. The refs just give him a couple right, yards. All right, all right. Before we get too intense, move right. to the next game. All right. All right. Well, uh, what, what else we got to talk about? Are we missing any big performances? Um, Do we want to talk about just Sony Michelle shitting all my Dolphins? We part can. Of, part of my French. Uh, yeah, the, your one strike. <laughs> Three, you're hot. And Go ahead. That was that was what we would call a poop show. Mm, I like it. I'll I'll let it pass. Alternative swear words all day. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Talk about it. We get twenty-five attempts, hundred and twelve yards, and a touchdown, and the thirty-eight to seven stopping um, of the Miami Dolphins. All right. So right there. Wait, was- hold on. Credit credit to Ricky and Tyler. They were correct in that the Dolphins would lose this week. Uh, Nick, who decided not to show up for this evening's podcast, uh, had the had the record, but we did recall before recording. Uh, I was wrong. There you go. And as a fan, I could know they were going to lose, but as a fan, I had to cheer. Right. I didn't think they'd lose this bad. <laughs> no, I don't no. think anybody did. Honestly, I think I'm not making any excuses. I think the biggest joke in the game was the officiating in the first half. The amount of blatantly non-holding calls and non-offside calls I saw towards the Dolphins' side was ridiculous. I believe there was seven penalties until the Patriots were called for one. Now, discipline or not, you can't tell me that's that easy. That I mean, there's well, no way a team you know gives up that many penalties. You know what the biggest joke penalties. of this game was? Ryan Tannehill's stat line. 
Yeah, it was disgusting. 11 for 20, 100 yards and a pick. <laughs> is that Blake Bortles playing over there? The no, Bortles? no. Maybe. The sad part is they put Brock Osweiler in. Well, who went? Four for five, 35 yards and a touchdown. At least he moves the ball into the end zone. I mean, he gave it to Frank, oh my God, Gore, but... Okay. He, he put it in the end zone. It was six yeah. yards, but yeah, sure. Uh, speaking funny. of speaking of the Holy Ghost, Frank Gore... <laughs> Uh, 11 attempts on, for 41 yards. He's averaging 3.7 that game. Riveting. Riveting performance. I was just going to talk about the disgusting amount of yards. Go New ahead. England putting up almost 450 yards. Okay. Miami barely breaking 170. Yep. Offense looked terrible. Mm-hmm. Defense showed up for the first half and then what? decided, meh, what? we're going to go home. What? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> New England, even Tom Brady threw two interceptions. Like, it, yeah, he didn't. I mean, three and two, three touchdowns, two picks. Wasn't anything to write home about. Here we go. I have all day penalties: ten against Miami, six against New England. I mean, that's not that crazy. Yeah. Now the first, the first half though, I think is where Miami gained at least eight of those penalties, and then once New England started running away, I think they had to call Robert Kraft. You know, get that, get that. Vegas bookie line in there. <laughs> Possibly. The line was six and a half. They yeah, could, uh, they could have right. lost by 25. Right. It yeah. wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. All right. Uh, are we moving on? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah, nobody Let's talk, talk about, about that. two big performances in the AFC South. Deshaun Watson, 29 for 42, 375 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Okay. Andrew Luck, which time... Oh, I gotta talk to this this upper management right now, okay? If you're listening, you're not. <laughs> Forty completions on sixty-two attempts. The dude just came back from sol- soldier, soldier, shoulder, shoulder. There it is, surgery. Don't forget that age. Thank you. And you have him slinging the ball sixty-two times. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot that's, of throwing. I mean, when you put up almost 500 yards, when do you stop? The yeah, man? yeah. I guess. I guess if you get hot, just keep it rolling. Red 18 it's all day. It's a great way to but stay in shape. If yeah. they were gonna do a play for 40 plus yards, they would bring in. Beef so brisket. here's the, the interesting thing. <laughs> they, they should. But so that last week, I just heard it again. Was a 49 or no 58 into the end zone. So like, mm-hmm. so 50 ish yard pass. They had Andrew Luck out there for a 45-yard pass. Little Hail Mary. All right. Five yards? So I, I think these... That would be I think a 13-yard difference. Well, but to the, to the end zone line. Okay, just to the... So the other one was from the 49-yard line. That was from the 45. Okay, okay? fair. So just, you know... I, I You know, I feel like sometimes these teams do hear the chatter and go, uh, all right, we Andrew, we got you got to throw this one. You got to do it. Because they mean, were talking. He became the 11th QB in NFL history with at least 450 yards and four TDs without an INT in a game. Something to be talked about. Andrew Luck might not have that Tommy John issue. Wrong sport, wrong injury, but I know that. Tommy John. <laughs> uh, T.Y. Hilton, four receptions, 115 yards. I don't know what that is because it's not easy math, but it's over 25 <laughs> yards to catch. Yeah, it's, that's pretty good. That is really good. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, Andrew Luck did fumble twice, just to be noted. One loss. Okay, so he didn't lose the other one. So, stat line, Deshaun Watson, 29 for 42, 375, two touchdowns and a pick. Andrew Luck, 40 for 62, 464, and four touchdowns. Now, obviously, this game is an easy pick. Who would you rather have? Okay. But rest of this season, I don't care about next year. I don't care about the year after that or the year after that. Rest of this year, Andrew Luck, Deshaun Watson, who's going to be better? This season, huh? 2018. I'm going to say Deshaun Watson just because I think he has more weapons available. Okay. That's that's a tough one. I, it is a tough I, one. I think Deshaun Watson, yes, because he has more weapons, but Andrew Luck, I feel like, has slowly been getting back into that Andrew Luck form we saw pre-injury. Okay. Something to be talked about. I Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Deshaun runs away with it after the performance he gave before his ACL tear. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be an interesting battle. I mean, I'll, I'll take luck just to go against Ricky here on this one. 
I'm also going luck, but for one reason. They, uh, the Indianapolis Colts finally got an offensive line. And the Texans' offensive line leaves a lot to be desired. Now, Deshaun Watson is a very mobile quarterback and can run. But you, you the, the, ask Mike Vick, you get tired after a the while. The Colts' offensive line gave up four sacks, though. But that's they used to give up twelve. That's that's a. Improvement. I mean, now now two sacks came each from two from Jadavian Clowney, two from T.J. Watt. I'm sorry, J.J. Watt. Have some respect. <laughs> sorry, younger brother. Yeah. Second fiddle. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, have we touched on all the games we want to touch? I mean, we could. Oh, we got one more, right? At least one more. Chiefs Broncos. Yeah, Pat I think Mahomes, that needs to be touched. Cream Hunt. Uh, Chiefs won, just to recap, 27-23 over the Broncos, um, which really Denver got out to a quick lead here. I mean, it was 13-10 to at the half, and then there was 20-13, to and then the Chiefs just ran away with it in the fourth quarter. Kansas City scored 14 un- uh, unanswered points. 14 in the fourth. Can we talk about that play to end the game with about 13 seconds left? We can. I, I was going to say, I missed it. I had old man syndrome. Yeah. I forget who, and he didn't technically even make the catch. He ended up ruling an incomplete pass. But whoever it was that caught the ball tried to do a lateral back. I believe it was to Sanders. And it was just completely broken play. And when he made the catch, it was, or did not make the catch, it was ruled incomplete again. It was fourth down. So had he just caught the ball and went down, he would have had the first down and might have had enough time for the Broncos to spike the ball. Uh, Instead, decided it'd be a good idea to try and win it all, tried to do a lateral back, and it ended up being ruled incomplete pass, but either way, the Chiefs ended up going on the ball anyway. So essentially blowing the game, which was shocking to me. Yeah. But that was an interesting ending to that game, in my opinion. I I don't disagree. That's that is an interesting way to end the game. That was a fun, fun game to watch. Yeah, uh, I mean, from what I saw until I finally stopped watching, it was a fun game to watch. Cream Hunt finally had himself a day. Nineteen rushing attempts, one hundred twenty-one yards, and a touchdown, while also pulling in three of four targets for fifty-four yards receiving. He had himself a day. Pat Mahomes, 20 for 45, 304 yards, and a touchdown. And that touchdown came in crunch time. That Ma- came in crunch time. Holmes. Mahomes. Uh, case on the case, Keenum. 21 for 33, 245, no touchdowns and a pick. Philip Lindsay woke back up. 20, or, yeah, 20. 12 attempts, 69 yards, and a touchdown. Royce Freeman, who's also a rookie running back on the Broncos. 8 attempts, 67 yards, and a touchdown. Pretty good, pretty good day for running in Kansas, or I guess in Denver, but on Kansas City. Right, right. Um, I think something to be talked about is Philip Lindsay. Okay, you didn't know who he was last week, but now <laughs> if you have something to say about him, I'm all ears. Undrafted. Undrafted. Dam- Denver took two running backs in this year's draft, and he is not one of them. Yep. Facts. Maybe, maybe if he's still available. In a fantasy league before somebody Maybe. caught off the, the waivers after this week. Might not be a bad idea next week. I don't disagree. All right. You guys ready? Yep. Fantasy MVPs of the week. Ricky, who you got this week? It's got to be Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. How many points, Ricky, did Mitchell Trubisky put up? 43.5 fantasy points. Wow. 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 And it will most likely be his only MVP of the season. Wow. But. Uh, I mean, six touchdowns is hard to top. 354 passing, 54 rushing, and six TDs. That's. For a total of 43.5 points in fantasy, which is insane. That is pretty good. But that would be my MVP of the week. I don't, I don't argue that. Tyler? I want to say MVP of the week, but consistent MVP of the season for me so far, Mr. Todd Gurley. Oh. Only one week with less than 20 points, putting up almost 30 in week two, I believe. Something to be talked about, Gurley might be the man this year. Le'Veon Again. Bell should decided of not to sit out. And maybe he could put up the numbers like Gurley is this wow. year. Wow. Shots fired. 
<laughs> coming at your throat. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with Jared Goff. 465, five touchdowns, 39.3 points in your average league. That's a pretty good week for a quarterback, especially when you got guys like Drew Brees putting up 8.6 points, Aaron Rodgers putting up 16 points, Mayfield put up 14.8, but Wentz put up 20.7. Uh, Stafford, 20.8. So you have a week. Phillip Rivers, 22.7. Mahomes only put up 22.9. That, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who someone started in this league and actually still managed to win on the back of James White's two touchdowns. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick put up four points. Now, I know he got benched, but if you went in looking for a performance from Ryan Fitzpatrick, you didn't get it. No, the Fitz magic died this week. Tom Brady only put 21 points. So, Goff easily had a top five week. You brought up a quarterback there. I did. Mr. Uh, a few. I know. Mr. Matthew Stafford. Mr. Matthew Stafford. To you. A player I regrettably benched. For no reason other than I thought playing the Cowboys, they would get beat up. Golden Tate with eight receptions, 132 yards, two touchdowns, and 25 points in fantasy this week. Something to be talked about. Even talking trash after he loses. I guess when you put up numbers and your team always loses, deserve a little time to talk trash. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Look decent this season. I don't think they look bad. No. They look One and three, I believe, again, but... but They look good. Yeah. They look good. They're just not closing. No. Coffee's for closers. <laughs> <laughs> On to next week's upcoming schedule, and then from there, we get into the 20 Shades of Smack and the Waiver Wire Steals of the Week. All right. Colts, Patriots, Thursday night, October 4th. The one and three Colts go into the two and two Patriots, but none of that matters because this is rivalry that is back on after Josh McDaniels turned down the job after he accepted the job. <laughs> the GM of the Colts said, "Oh, it's back. It's on." Who do you got? Patriots. For me. As much as I hate to take the Patriots, I'm gonna take the Patriots after right, they yeah. just completely. Patriots improved to 3 2. Yep. The Tennessee Titans versus the Buffalo Bills. I have to go Titans. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that's a given, even though that's Ricky's second favorite team. I feel like. You know what? I, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Bills just because Ricky is so in love with the Titans. <laughs> Not in love with the Titans. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say this week, Josh Allen balls out. Because last week he played bad, or yeah, this past week he played bad. Week before he played well. Week before that he played bad. Okay, so uh, we're we're going on again, off again. All right, I'm picking the on week. Giants, Panthers, one and three Giants take on the two and one Panthers. Ricky. Um. Ew. Yeah. I don't like that game at all. I think the Giants bounce back. I'm taking the Giants. I think they bounce back. I mean, Carolina's defense may be ranked third, but if the Giants can't find something to roll with this week, I I don't see much hope for the rest of the season by the way their performance has been going. I'm still going to go with the Panthers, I think. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Panthers on this one as well. Yep. All right, I like like the opposition. We'll talk next week. 3-1 Dolphins. Go into the 3-1 Bengals. Dolphins just came off a old-fashioned barnyard beaten. They the Patriots treated the Dolphins like old yeller. <laughs> Took them out back and put them down. With some help by some referees. Last week the Dolphins <laughs> took an L, but this week do they bounce back? Uh, I think in Cincinnati is going to be a tough game. Um, Last time they played the Bengals, they were in Cincinnati. They got beat by at least 15 points, I believe. It's going to be a tough game, but I think Miami bounces back, gets the win, improves the 4-1, and one, knocking the Bengals off their pedestal right now. I just want to make note that it was exactly 15 points. Tyler got a Tyler effect right for Wow. Once. Yeah, 22-7. to seven. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals, though. 
hater. Yeah. They look good. The Bengals. <laughs> yeah. Not, Not the Dolphins. Not the Dolphins. The Bengals look good. The three and one Ravens go into the one two and one Browns. They visit the dog pound. I'll get that one to the Ravens. I'm gonna go with the Browns. I was I was gonna say the Browns too. I'll go with the Browns. Okay. Uh two one and one Packers go into Detroit and see our one and three Lions that we look so good. They look so good. Yeah, no. Sadly, they do not look that good, though, against Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Go Pack, go. I'll go Lions. Okay. Jaguars-Chiefs. Now, this is an interesting game. This is you have the game. number one defense against arguably the number one quarterback right now, stat-wise. Mm-hmm. Okay. I now, again, uh, no bias here. Uh, I think this is the toughest defense that Mahomes has faced so far. Easy. I agree. Cornerback-wise. And I think they get the better of him. I don't they even te- think I think I think they I think. teach a rookie a lesson. Now that being said, I don't think this is a blowout. I think Bobby Bortles is Bobby Bortles. He had a good week. I think it goes back to Bobby Bortles. And I th- I think the Jaguars win, but I don't think it's by much. But I think Mahomes has a bad game. Mm-hmm. I would I would I would sit Mahomes. So not a four. I would BS, sit Mahomes. You do not sit Mahomes. I would sit Mahomes this week. I mean, if I have a decent backup option. So if I have no one, then yeah. But like, he's—I don't think he's gonna have a top ten week. I think even if he throws three touchdown passes, I think maybe you're right with like two or three interceptions, maybe right. something like that. That's a that's a iffy thing though to say not to play the best quarterback in the league. Right I don't now. I don't think Mahomes is a top ten week. I am gonna say Jaguars win this game. However, I'm also gonna say this is gonna be it will be a close game, and I'm saying it's gonna be at least. 28 points per team. Okay. At least. I think you're looking at like a, a decent scoring game. Okay. Tyler? I'm going to take the Jags. Going into Kansas City, I don't think it's going to be a very high scoring game as you think. Like maybe 24, 21, somewhere around there. I don't think each team is going to push 30. I think the Jaguars' D is going to shut down Mahomes, but then you have Blake Bobby Bortles. Right. So I, I think it keeps it close, but Jaguars win by three or four. I think both teams leave, leaves four and one after this week. Uh, Broncos two and two versus the one and three Jets. I think I think the Broncos yeah. right the ship this week against the Jets, which I don't know how writing of the ship that is, but I think they get the W. I think Case I Keenum looks good. If you have to stream a guy, I think you you stream Case Keenum. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with if that. If you don't have your guy. I don't think Case Keenum's bad luck this week. I agree. I I would go with the Broncos as well. This is probably the really. The I didn't realize the Falcons were one and three. Yeah, yeah, they've yeah. blown. They've blown. It's a defense. Wow, they've blown the all three. One games and three Falcons go into the one, two, and one Steelers. Ooh. Yeah. I gotta take the Steelers on a bounce back week after that loss to Baltimore. I don't know if they can put up that many points. I mean, if the Falcons continue form, I mean they're they're sixth and seventh round. Because the Steelers' defense is awful too. Yeah, I was thinking that. Like this was, is an awful we defensive have, game. We have two very easy stats here. Okay. Falcons are ranked seventh in offense, twenty eighth in defense. Okay. Steelers are the sixth in offense and the thirtieth. I really in want defense. them to be twenty ninth. That'd be perfect. I'm going with the Falcons. Their their Steelers' defense is just that much worse. I think that's the difference. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But also, the Steelers are the sixth offense or the seventh? Uh, the sixth offense. Without Bell. That's impressive. Actually. Yeah, I agree. Though Connor's been holding his own, maybe not, I don't think, last mm, week. but Not last two weeks. have been Last eh, couple weeks. Eh. Uh, rate one and three Raiders go into the two and two Chargers. I get to go Chargers. Yeah, I'll go Chargers. I want to take Gruden. I want to take the Raiders. Wow. Mm. This is the Raiders. Go ahead. No, the no, Raiders' ahead. offense is uh, somehow, facts. somehow, straight facts straight from facts. the NFL Network mobile app. No free ads. <laughs> <laughs> They're ranked second in offense. Who? The Raiders. According, uh, probably because of last week. Because of last week, wow, that's, I yeah. mean, we're going current. If we're going current week to week, that's what we got. Um, Their defense, however, is ranked 27th, so their right. defense is well, garbage. Well, it's because but. it's so hard to get a pass rusher in the NFL. Mm-hmm. 
after you yeah. traded them away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Funny <the> set. <laughs> the one, two, and one Vikings come to Philadelphia and take on the two and two Eagles. You got the hundred million dollar man, Kirk Cousins, or ninety million dollar man, sorry, uh, versus the ninety million dollar ACL in Carson Wentz and MCL. Well, okay, forty five mil a piece. Offensively, I don't think there's any competition. Eagles got that. The problem is going to be defensively, but both defenses are not playing well. Vikings are playing terrible. I give this one to Eagles. You think the Eagles have the better offense? I do. I think they bounce back at home. Time out. The Eagles fan is dead wrong here, actually. Well, not statistically, but I think talent-wise they have a better offense. Well, but the Titans keep winning. The statistics argue. The Vikings come in to this week with the 12th-ranked offense. Okay. The Eagles come in with the 18th-ranked offense. In defense, we had Foles for the oh, first God. X amount of weeks, and we're missing our, star, our starting hold running on, back. Hold on, you're, oh, you're, The defense, hold however, on. Okay, go, no, is another question. The Vikings come in the 21st-ranked defense. And the Eagles come in just sitting above the top 10 at number 11. That's below the top 10, but we'll let it go. We'll let it <laughs> That's above the top 10. Uh, Depends how you look at yeah, it. Yeah, I guess tomato, tomato. Yeah, you're right. Uh, passing, the Vikings are fifth in the league. Eagles are 17th. Rushing. The Vikings are just better than Alabama in the NFL. <laughs> at 32nd overall. The Eagles are 10th with their boy, JJ. JJ. <laughs> and again, remember, we didn't have... Pivotal. <laughs> yeah, I get right. it. He is a pivotal player. Pivotal. But also, Foles was playing the first few weeks, and we were missing our running backs. So... Wah, Expect wah, those numbers wah. to go up. That's all I'm going to say. So who do we got? Uh, Eagles. Tyler. I'm taking the Eagles for the bounce back at home. Do it. Take the Vikings. Go ahead. I'll take the Vikings. There it is. Right. We always got to have the opposition. Absolutely. I th- honestly, I hope Dalvin Cook, or if he still has a knee, or uh, Murray just runs all over the Eagles. I mean, I'll take Stefan Diggs for points all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think you start Diggs. The Eagles' corners don't scare me. <laughs> they, they, I mean, they don't. They're they're not the best part of that defense. Jalen Mills should worry more about his play than his hair. Fair enough. Ouch. Uh, Cardinals. Oh, and four Cardinals go into the one and three Niners. Jimmy G list, but CJ Beathard. Jimmy E. It's not G. It's not as good as G, but it's it's not Z. I'll give it to the Niners. Okay. I'm gonna go Cardinals because I backed up my boy Josh uh, Rosen earlier. All right. You did. I'll go Cardinals as well, just because they kind of have the team more together. Even Obviously, with like four just losses. Lo- just losing their starting QB in the Niners. Like I, I just think that Beathard's a backup for a reason. Yeah. And I think Rosen, a second career start, puts something together. That's, that's So we got two to one Cardinals here. I like it. Um, Rams, the 4 0 Rams going to the 2 and 2 Seahawks. This isn't even a football game. I don't know why we're discussing yeah. it. Yeah, the Rams. Rams. This is easily. This like might be if, if you're a, ba- a betting person, okay. If you're a gambling man, mm-hmm. and you want an absolute lock, put the mortgage on the Rams. <laughs> put the mortgage on the Rams. You ready for the? You ready for the breakdown? The Rams come in with the number one ranked offense in the NFL. The Seahawks with the twenty sixth ranked <sighs> offense in the NFL. Jeez. The Rams come in with the tenth. Overall defense, Seahawks the eighth, but they also just lost Earl Thomas, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, flipping the passing hard. second versus twenty seventh, rushing fifth versus sixteenth. So if you tell me we got a defensive matchup that close, but the offenses are that far apart, I'm going it, Rams. Yeah, all it'll never happen. Day yeah, long, it'll Absolutely. never happen for the Seahawks. All day, night. Weird time in between those times. Long. I agree. Cowboys two and two versus the one and three Texans. Do the Texans continue to right the ship and get it back on track versus the Zeke? Absolutely came alive. He was very close for my MVP of the week. Hundred fifty some odd rushing yards, about hundred ninety some odd scrimmage yards. He came alive, but they are coming into a Texans who woke up last week. Deshaun Watson woke up. Yeah, I'm going to give this one to the Texans. I was only going to say 
the Texans because it's the Battle of Texas, and I like the Texans more than the Cowboys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the this is the Alamo all over again. Yeah, that's that's all I'm right. trying to say. I I just right. prefer the Texans. I uh, I agree. I agree. I'll, you know what? I'm not a Jerry Jones fan, nor am I'm I not a, afraid a, of the Pat Garrett, Wade Garrett, whatever his name is anymore. I just I don't, don't know like Dak Prescott. I don't know the Statistically, head. I don't like Dak Prescott. Oh, I don't either. He's horrible. He's terrible. I, I don't get why he gets the love. I think I said it last week. I don't get it. I don't know, but... Maybe someone can enlighten me, but I don't get it. See, Cowboy I, fans probably never thought they'd be missing Tony Romo. But at this point, I don't think are. anyone thought Dallas would ever miss Tony Romo. But right now, they are. If they could pull him from that press box and suit up, they would probably do it. He'd huh. probably b- break six clavicles on his way down. That's the sun- that's the <laughs> <He> sun- <laughs> that's a Sunday night game, by the way. Uh, Monday night game, you have the Redskins two and one going into the Saints three and one. So, uh, Redskins are off a bye. Adrian Peterson got some rest. Alex Smith is coming back. Chris Thompson's healthy. But you have the Saints. Who also Drew Brees, so Kamara, we, uh, Ingram. I'm going Saints. This, all right. I'm, Go ahead. No, I was taking picks. the Redskins. I Redskins. really was. Okay. I was taking the Redskins only because I saw the Jaguars' defense was ranked second, and I became very curious on who number one was. Mm-hmm. Right now, that's the Redskins, which is almost horrifying to think the Redskins well, own the best defense. Let's also the remember they were on a bye last week. Taken into account, everybody's so, going to have their buys and we, right and now. We, we looked at it earlier. It's The Jaguars are second by 200 yards. So it's fair to assume that the Redskins will give up more than 200 yards through the air and through on the on the ground. I think, I mean, that's, come on. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I, I think they'll probably give up somewhere around 400 yards this game. Yeah. Through, through, air, through air and, and land. I think they I give up 400 plus. So I think, though, I, th- I, mean, I still think they're a top 10. After this week, but I do think they take a hard hit. I think it depends on uh, Alex Smith's performance. I really do. For the defense? No, no, no. For oh, going for against, the, yeah, going against, yeah, the Saints okay. team. I'm, that I'm makes sorry. more sense. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the Redskins' office is offense is also ranked 28th. That should be noted. Even though Adrian Peterson is currently the seventh ranked running back in fantasy. Hundred and seventy three percent. If I could turn back time. <laughs> there should be a share reference every show. <laughs> it's gonna be a thing now. Alright. So with that, we picked all the games. That's the Monday nighter. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Saints, but I think uh, I think AP I, I I I would start him. I I mean the Saints defense is the twenty four ranked defense in the league. I think you start. Let's look at the Saints. I, I mean, I, I think the Saints win, but I think Adrian has a good game. Or Chris Thompson. Either way. All right. Our waiver wire pickups of the week. Ricky. You are not going to believe this. Okay. Hit me with your best shot. This week and one week only. Pay-per-view. Only one week. Bortles. <laughs> Here's why. I like Here's the why. Pick. Here's I like why. It. He's hold on before you get into this. He is projected at 20 points this week. Right. Uh, they play the Chiefs, correct? Correct. Chiefs have a terrible secondary, and Bortles has been doing well, inconsistent. But when he plays well, he's putting up numbers, and I think he's going to ride the week he just had into this next week against a weak Chiefs secondary. I think you're looking at 20, 25 points for Bortles, if not more. Okay. Wow. Especially given that Fournette may not play, so you're going to have Yelding like probably thought. in. Yeah. You're gonna just be to be noted, Blake Bortles, Blake Bortles is going against the 28th ranked passing defense. That's why I said one week and one week only. I would take Bortles if you if you need a quarterback. Your quarterbacks on bye. Your quarterbacks aren't performing. I'd pick up Bortles for this week, and I think he's going to get you 20 to 25 or more. Okay. You'll never hear me say it again, but this is the week. <laughs> I think it's a good pick for the week. I think that game is going to be a, a shootout. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. I think so. And Maybe Bobby Bortles performs with what you're saying and puts up the points for the for the waiver wire of the week. He is currently only owned in, I believe, 13% of leagues. Wow. Understandably so. But 
you can't turn a blind eye to some of his week's performances. Okay. So I think this one's going to be one of the weeks where he puts up a good amount of points. Okay. Tyler? Tyler, who, who do you got? Um, I was going to go with, I, I know Ricky's always a fan of Eagles picks. I think coming back week four, he looked explosive. Alshon Jeffrey, I think he's worth taking a look at. I, I'm sure he's not owned in, in as many leagues as going on right now. Throwing the challenge. Challenge flag has been thrown for the second <laughs> week in a row on Tyler's waiver wire pick. Ricky is starting the challenge flag. Sean Jeffrey's owned in 85% of leagues. Wrong again, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. Research, Tyler. I'm I'm on it. I'm telling you with coming back. Yeah, but you have to pick someone who's owned in less than 50%. Yeah, that is the waiver wire pickup of the week. That yeah. is that is the rules. That is he's he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I think we're going to need to check the book on this one. <laughs> I, we just did. I am the book. I am the book. Do you have another? Are you just sticking with it? Claiming ignorance here? No, I'm just going to claim, claim uh, piss off. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Fair, All fair. Right. So if you happen to be in that 15% of leagues that does not own out John Jeffrey, you should pick him up. This is what happens when you don't do your homework, kids. <laughs> just stay in school. Stay in school's for fools. Look at me. All right. So I have to give my waiver wire pick of the week. Take less vitamins. And, and I, I really chewed this over for quite some time here. Uh, and this, uh, okay, understand this. This hurts me. This genuinely, truly hurts me. Okay. If I have to stream a guy this week at the quarterback position, and I mean I have to, Bobby Bortles is gone. Uh, the... C.J. Beathard is gone, which he shouldn't be, but if he is. I'm going to go with Marcus Mariota. Buffalo has a 31st-ranked passing defense, and he is coming off a 31-point week of 344 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Okay, getting it done with his feet, too. That's it. We're going to wrap it up right there on that somber (laughs) note. This has been the Fantasy Football Rap Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony, with Ricky and Tyler. We'll see you hopefully on Friday, but maybe next week. We'll figure that out. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. See you.